Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Growing Up is Overrated podcast. My name is T, and I'm here with my friend and co-host, Jen. When making friends, we sometimes find that there are better matches than others. Friendships can have expiration dates, and sometimes they're not even a good idea from the beginning. Today, Jen and I will share our stories about some of the flaky and toxic friend experiences we have had in the past. Now, into the podcast. Hey, Jen, welcome back again. <laughs> Hi, T. <laughs> we were uh, we were intending to release this episode last week. However, technology was happen. not on our side. Yeah, it was just it was not great. Um, so we are trying this again. Um, and we're sorry for the delay, but thank you for um, your listen, like your ears, lending us your ears as always. Um, yeah, we we tried to do it and it just ended up in a little bit of a mess. And when I started to think about editing the mess, it was like, okay, never mind. Let's just start over. <laughs> Let's try again. <laughs> so we are going to start all over from the beginning and talk about our toxic and flaky relationships. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm definitely glad that we have a fair amount of experience. Well, not glad. That's, that's a weird thing to say. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm glad we can commiserate together uh, about our frustration with people who have been in our lives who have acted these ways. Um, yeah, I'm glad about that too because there's nothing more frustrating than going through a relationship and realizing that, oh, this wasn't a good idea <laughs> or or in the case of flaky people, oh, they don't really care about me. Yeah. Um, which, if, like, on the same level that I care about them. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that can be frustrating. It, it really, it really can be. Like, I, um, I think for both of us, we really value, like, a sense of loyalty and a sense of follow through. Um, and so, um, since we we share those values, I feel like we have similar um, viewpoints on this topic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So uh, for our definition of what a toxic friend is, um, this is uh, usually somebody who cares more about themselves than their friends. Um, They might try to tell you that something is your fault when it it wasn't or it was both of your fault and they'll never take accountability for their actions and the way that it affects you. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes they might even uh, do the friend shopping thing. I don't know if you know what I mean by that, but like it's they'll say, oh yeah, I'll hang out with you, but then something better comes along and they'll ditch you for that. <laughs> mm. um, so that's a toxic and flaky friend. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, both. <laughs> uh, double whammy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you have anything to add on to that. Um, I don't have anything particular to add on to the definition. I agree that they tend to care more about themselves than others. The only thing I want to add on is that like people can be toxic people and not and also not be bad people. 
Yeah. Like, there are friendships that are toxic between two people because the two people just don't work well together. And maybe yeah. that person works well with a different person and the, that other relationship is fine. So right. like just because somebody's a toxic friend doesn't mean they're a horrible person. And I feel like sometimes in our society with our focus on being perfect mm. um, and perfect people all the time that we say like, oh, this person was quote unquote toxic and therefore they're just always awful. And that's not true. Right. Um, even though we are going to be commiserating about some awful friendships today, that doesn't necessarily mean that the person is entirely horrible. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there, there are times where I, you know, maybe wasn't the best friend, um, you know, and can uh, own up to the fact that you know I had human downfalls, just like the other person might have in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, but in general, I've found navigating friendships to be really challenging. Um, it can, it can just be challenging one to find somebody who really resonates with me. And then two, somebody who, um, makes me feel like I actually belong with them and I can be my most authentic self, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. And like my particular challenge with friendships is I need somebody who can take my bluntness as not being totally rude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I need people who understand that when I'm talking to them, it's I'm talking to them from a place of caring. Right. And not and not that I want to make fun of them or right. point out their flaws. It's that I want I want to try to help them and be honest with them. And share my authentic opinions. And that really rubs people the wrong way. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. It definitely <laughs> can. I, I'm I'm a different version of Blunt. Um, but yeah. I've, I've definitely had a lot of people. Who cannot handle. Me. Spitting facts at them. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know. Um, and. You and know, it's not oh, well. like I'm devoid of feelings. Like, I know right. not to bring up somebody's weak spot when they're, like, crying and upset. Right. <laughs> but, like, when people are like, I don't understand why this isn't working. It's like, if you <laughs> and you're like, well, maybe it's because you're doing X. Like, and they get mad at you. Yeah. You, you get know, into the X. logical processes and they're like, I'm, I have rep angry reptilian brain. <laughs> yeah. So that could be a problem. But, like, in terms of toxic relationships that I've had, like, the one that really sticks out to me is the relationship I had with my freshman college roommate. And so this is kind of a long story. So I will explain. So I moved into my first freshman dorm and I had a roommate. And we were good roommates. We were not good friends, but we were good roommates. And I met this other girl who had a space open in her room. And I had met her at orientation, actually, um, a few months earlier. And we clicked then. We liked the same things. We were both into video games and into fan fiction. And we just really worked well together. And her suite mates, because our rooms had a bathroom in between, her suite mates were also really nice. And I got along with them really well. And so it was like, well, I'll just move into this room since there's an open bed. So I did. And it just wasn't a good idea from the start. You know, like, pe people with mental health issues tend to attract other people with mental health issues. And we both had problems. Hers were more severe than mine. And I'm not going to say what they were exactly, but it just caused a rift in, in our relationship. 
And eventually during our sophomore year, in the middle of it, when we were still roommates, um, because we chose to live together again, and she just left, like left school, like and went home. And yeah, it was like a, it was January. It was right after we got back from, from Christmas break. And she just went and left school. And I found out later that she left because of me. Or, or she said she did. Or she said she left because of me. Like, she put it on Instagram, which I wasn't, which I didn't realize she had, like, unfollowed me and blocked me on Instagram until one of my room, other roommates, because we were living with four people, um, pointed okay. it out to me. And I was like, ooh, okay. And then, like, this caused me to have, like, an existential crisis of, like, was yeah. I a horrible person? You know, like, did I do something but horribly wrong? <laughs> well thank you i appreciate that but yeah, for, that, for that second semester of sophomore year i had like a huge identity crisis and it didn't matter yeah. that a bunch of people were telling me like oh you didn't do anything wrong mm. like it was all it was her head you know like and to be fair we just didn't click like we didn't work well together as friends um we didn't communicate well <laughs> um yeah. and maybe i did some and maybe i did some stuff that made her upset but, like, if I did, I don't know what those were because she never told me. Yeah, that can so. that can definitely be the most frustrating part of it is if both parties were comfortable with expressing, when you do X, it bothers me, it makes me feel X, you know, then you can come to a, a resolution and potentially become better people, right? So, like, mm -hmm. you should constantly be trying to push each other as friends to be better people um mm -hmm. but you totally lose that aspect of a friendship when neither party can <laughs> communicate you know yeah it just so. like the whole situation really caught me off guard because i thought that we were good friends right. and like when she was leaving like i helped her pack up her stuff you know like wow. I, like i was like like I thought that everything was okay. And then all of a sudden she stopped responding to my text messages. And then I see this post on Instagram and yeah. I was like, Oh, this was not how I thought this was like, like I knew that she was having a rough time and that's why she was going home. But I didn't yeah. think that rough time was because of me and, um, or that she blamed me for how she was feeling. So yeah. Yeah, it was it was just a rough time and it's one of those things that looking back on it I'm like, okay, there were some red flags like in our relationship. There were other times that I should have noticed things that I didn't notice. And that's the thing about toxic friendships and is that you sometimes miss the warning signs until something blows up in your face. <laughs> so, um taking the time to really notice how things make you feel or how the other person feels like is very important. Right. Yeah, situations like that can be really challenging because you don't you don't know what you're getting into. Like you don't know why they're gone and you don't know what you can fix, but they can really be there's a, always a silver lining with things and you can eventually turn that into um, you know, a door opening for you to find a good friend. You know, like if you if you all of your energy was spent on that toxic friend, you might not have, you know, open had had your heart open to meet me or meet you know any of the other friends that we have in our group. Like, mm -hmm. exactly. you know, so and I mean the immediate 
the immediate silver lining was that I got my own room for the rest of the year. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it was definitely more of a silver lining in that I um I spend my energy, my social energy on other things. Yeah. Yeah. My um my story is um I was younger when this happened. Uh so in middle school we had a big friend group of all girls which scary (laughs) (laughs) um i i feel like whenever you say friend group you have to like proceed with caution um like i mean we do have a friend group so there's a caveat but like (laughs) in in your early years i think that friend groups can end up being really toxic and clicky and that happens as an adult too, but mm-hmm. uh, anon. <laughs> the uh, there was a one, there was one girl in this group, and whenever I would say I had a crush on someone, she would start flirting with them and date them, mm. or um, she would just tell me really, really rude and awful things about the way I looked. Mm. Um. Like, I was really insecure with my body at that time, you know, as most middle schoolers are. Um, but I was heavy. I was, I was, I was pretty heavy and I was um, really aware of it because, uh, you know, like, my grandma made sure that she wanted, she knew that I wanted, that she wanted me to be covered up. <laughs> um, and my, you know, my breasts were developing and, you know, so I just wanted to hide everything. And so I was constantly wearing um, a zipped up all the way to the neck. <laughs> um, what's it called? Like a not, hoodie? Yeah, it's, yeah. I guess you call it hoodie. Um, but it was like a matching velour tracksuit. But just I would just wear the top all the time <laughs> um, and have it zipped all the way up because I just wanted to hide. Um, mm-hmm. And she would mock me for that and like try to unzip my jacket and be like stop trying to hide behind that thing and like you know i'm I'm just like no dude like this is my comfort <laughs> this is my comfort blanket <laughs> like mm-hmm. leave me alone like i'm not ready for this um she would make fun of my feet she would make fun of like my weight what i was eating how loud i was um and even her mom um banned me from their house because apparently i was too loud which like mm. literally all she had to do was say, "Hey, we're I'm watching TV. Can you not be so loud?" But she never did. She just told that girl, "You can't have that friend over anymore." Mm. Um. So it was definitely like a family thing. They were a little bit elitist. Um. And. We went to different high schools after after middle school was over. So uh, she went to one that was, like, supposed to be, like, the best high school in our district. And it was supposed to, like, it had all these um, AP and advanced courses and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was one of those schools that everybody was like, oh, I'm going to go to Harvard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that that was not the school that I went to. Like, my school was just very run-of-the-mill high school. Um, but I lost, like, 50 pounds my freshman year. Whoa. 
And um, that was not, I did not do that healthy. That was not a, that was not a healthy endeavor, but everybody was congratulating me for it. Like, oh my gosh, you look so great. And I was eating it up. Like, oh, I know, like, ha ha ha, starving myself. Isn't that funny? Um, and if someone, if someone makes jokes about starving themselves, it's not a joke. <laughs> That's not a joke. Like, please, mm-hmm. um, reach out for help. But, um, she, she all of a sudden just started, like, commenting on all of my Facebook posts and telling me, oh my gosh, you're so gorgeous now. Like, and all of a sudden, then, because I was, I was, you know, in a slimmer body, I was then valuable enough for her to, like, talk to me and give me praise. Ugh. Which That's does not, not do great things for somebody with an eating disorder. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, I just, you know, at a certain point, I was just like, you know, this is so screwed up. I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> like, I'm done with you. Um, Good for you. Like, you know, and so I just, you know, stopped talking to her. And she's even tried to, like, be friends with, with us again or, like, get information about me from our other friends who I am still friends with. Um, but no, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, they, they, the two friends who I'm still friends with from that group know that that girl is just, you know, about herself. Um, and mm-hmm. they don't, they don't tell her anything. So that's, that's nice that at least like they have my back <laughs> <laughs> and they know the situation and stuff, but yeah, that was really a turning point for me where I was just like, I don't put up with being disrespected, Miss Girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so the silver lining for that was I learned to stand up for myself. And um, there are times when you should cut somebody out of your life. Mm-hmm. And there's other times when you should communicate about it. And if you can't come to an agreement, then you can have a clear answer, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because there are, like, I feel, you you bringing up the middle school friend group, like, <laughs> oh my goodness, flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. Was yours huge? Like, mine was, like, 20 girls. Oh my god, N- no. I had, okay. um, there were, I had, like, three different friend groups. One of them was, like, four people, plus me. The, the other one was seven girls, including me, I think seven or eight Mm -hmm. and then the other one was probably about seven or eight and i would just when 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 things at the fan then i was like all right i'll 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 talk to you guys later i'll be with these friends okay (laughs) (laughs) and i would just like vamoose (laughs) so i i spread my i put my eggs in many baskets so that i always had somewhere to be comfortable See, that's a good idea. My mine was twenty is a bit exa- is exaggerating. It was more like thirteen or fourteen. It was a lot. Twenty. Uh, <laughs> it was yeah. It felt like twenty sometimes. Our lunch table was packed. Yeah, um, but yeah, it like just the middle school backstabbing and learning when to drop people like very important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I just think middle school is too savage for you to not spread out your options <laughs> um yeah well some uh, people are better at, at better at communicating than others <laughs> right 
yeah no uh, especially with like the dating thing like all of a sudden that was not the only girl who was date who would was my friend knew i had a crush on somebody and started dating the person i had a crush on there was another girl who did that why that's just so i don't random. know i don't know why they like both thought that that was such a great idea but um they're like well he's into me so. <laughs> it's like but you you like started talking to them as soon as you knew that i had a crush on them <laughs> um yeah but, i mean it's fine people who i never understood middle school girls who had the confidence to go talk to people who they were interested in <laughs> like i always admired people from afar <laughs> Yeah, I was I was not looking to actually have a relationship. I was just in that like phase of wow, someday I'm going to find my prince. Mm. Um and uh like I was boy crazy but from afar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um it I don't know. It was it was just weird. I don't know. Like middle school dating's so weird. And then like they're like this is TMI, but like they're making out in the corner and they look disgusting because you're like, who makes out like that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like literally sucking face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can't handle that. Anyway, middle school, don't date in middle school. Yeah, just it's just a bad it. idea. You're not ready. <laughs> I, I would even argue like in high school, no one was really ready to date, but high school's a little bit more. I don't know. I feel like high school is more acceptable for me. Yeah, high school is more of a time where, like, I think you kind of shouldn't lock yourself down, but you should, like, go on dates, potentially. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I I changed my idea about that, but, like, (laughs) um, I don't know. You do you, girl. You you do you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Speaking of, like, high school friendships, though, like, flaky flaky people okay so flaky people there are people who don't prioritize your time right they yeah say you're gonna make plans you never make plans or if you've made plans they bail last minute like i don't know about you but now that i am past my college years this is when i experience flaky people because now i've moved back home to my hometown yeah and occasionally I'll, people i'll run into people that i know yep and they'll be like, oh, hey, I haven't seen you since high school. We should catch up. And it's like, no. <laughs> like, let's you don't go actually. Get coffee. Oh, let's wink, go get coffee. Wink. Oh, I don't even drink coffee. Like, I hate that let's go get coffee is the thing that people say to each other, um, just on principle. But <laughs> I mean, I love coffee, but like, usually the time that they want to get coffee is like three. And if I have coffee, then I will not sleep. <laughs> But like, but even drinks, just drinks in general, or just like mm-hmm. going out for dinner, or like, it's usually not gonna happen. And it feels like they're just saying it to say something and to make you feel like they are glad that they bumped into you. But like, yeah, it, it it's it's a weird gesture that I feel like in our society, if people say, "Oh, let's go get coffee," or "Let's go get drinks," or "Let's." go to the bar or something like people don't really mean let's go to the bar they mean it's nice to see you after right. all these years and you're somebody who i wouldn't mind spending some time with but like i don't really want to make firm plans to do so yeah yeah like they're not they're not dedicated to having you be back in their lives 
Yeah, because like it, it reminds me of the how are you question that people ask all the time. Like when people ask how are you, they don't really mean how are you. Yeah, they're not like, oh, oh my gosh, your your dog died and you're this and that. And like, they yeah, don't they care don't about really the details. care. They just want you to say, oh, I'm good. How are you? And then they'll say good back. And then you move on with the conversation. Like, yeah. Like if you give an answer other than good, then people look at you strange. And they're like, that's not that's not the acceptable answer here. It's the same thing with, do you want to go get coffee? It's just a performance that people put on. It doesn't, it's not actually meaningful. Yeah. Yeah, it, I don't know. I, I try to avoid that. If I truly want to go have coffee and like catch up with somebody, I, I will say, how does your week look? on this day at this time or <laughs> yeah if you if you, you know. propose an actual time and they're like oh yeah like let's do it at this time yeah like that's different it's the yeah. vibe of that like oh we should go do something but let's not Ambiguous. specify when or where and then let's not talk again after this <laughs> right yeah i um when i realized this was a thing i started going out of my way to when i rescheduled thing like you know say i got sick or i really you know, had something that came up, if I really cared about that time, I would say, I'm sincerely sorry. I can't make this time. Can we do X time? You know, like propose a new day and time because that way they know I really did want to do this. This just something popped up and life happened. You know, like I think mm-hmm. it's just a better courtesy, in my opinion. Mm hmm. But I try to be really conscious about the way that I'm interacting with people so that I can um, form strong relationships, right? Yeah, exactly. It, it's about, like, how much you want to put in to this relationship. And I'll admit that sometimes I use the let's get coffee to, like, avoid people. Sure. Um, because... I'm sorry, I'm 23 now, and I'm not really all that interested in rehashing 17-year-old me. Um, Like, it's been six years. I don't really want to go back um, to that me at the moment. So, yeah. Yeah, no, it's interesting because um, when... I feel like until about two years ago, I... When I met people... When I bumped into people from high school, I would be like, oh, God, I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to. They're probably, like, in a way better life, you know, point than I am. Like, they're they're where they should be for being a 20-whatever-year-old. And I'm still in this position, and I wish I was further along, you know. But now I meet them, and I'm like, hey, man, we've changed a lot. That's pretty cool. (laughs) You know, so, so like, I feel like the, depending on the person, of course, but, like, for the most part, I feel like most of us, since we're almost at our 10-year anniversary from graduation, um, I feel like most people who I went to school with are like, wow, I'm glad you're doing great. Um, But most of them still don't want to have coffee with me. (laughs) Because... I don't know. I I really hate in general just the idea that relationships are disposable in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. 
Like if I'm going to invest time in you, I want that same time back. I want that same energy back. Mm-hmm. And I recognize that in general, I tend to have like I go for friends who are more introverted when I'm more extroverted. So I, to a certain extent, I I expect to be the one who reaches out more. Mhm. But when people never reach out to me, it makes me feel like things are very one-sided. I totally agree with that. Like, I had a friend um, in middle school who I really enjoyed. Like, we had a good time together, and she was really nice. But I realized after a few months in our relationship that I wanted the relationship to be more than what she wanted it to be. Uh you know, like, I wanted to be, like, BFF best friends. Right. And she was, like, friends with everybody and just didn't uh-huh. have the time to devote to being my best friend is that I the- wanted her to devote. Hmm? Is this the girl who, who said that she she has enough love for everybody? Like, she loves everybody <laughs> the same amount and you disagreed with that? No, the, um, that was something that somebody else said. Um, but, yeah, I do ten- I do generally disagree with that statement make that make if that makes me a cynic then i'm sorry but like your love (laughs) is not love is not infinite and you have a set amount of love that you can give and because you have a set amount of attention yeah you have a set amount of attention and time like yeah i would like you can love many many people but you cannot give attention and time to a bunch of people you've got to prioritize so love is not infinite um Sorry if that makes you all of our <laughs> listeners very sad, and I'm kind of pessimistic <laughs> about this topic, but I really do believe that. And that was the situation with, with this girl is that like she did not have infinite time and attention to give to me to make the relationship the way that I wanted it to be. Right. So I recognized that okay, this relationship is not going to be as deep as I want. Yep, need to look for it elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, recognizing recognizing the the reality of the situation. Like I think. I think a lot of times we can project what we believe the person is like onto them. Like we have our rose colored glasses idea of what a person is or who they are. And we'll essentially in our brains be like, oh yeah, this person is definitely my best friend who always I could call whenever I want. And they have lots of other friends, but of course they pay more attention to me because I pay more attention to them. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, you know, when you look at it re- in in reality, maybe that's not the truth. You know, maybe they will think about you more often than another person, but you're not the, like, priority, top priority person on their list. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's so frustrating. There, There are some people who I really... I really love talking to and I get along with very well. I have amazing conversations with them when I can flag them down. But typically I have to catch them at a moment that is really convenient. Mm-hmm. So like we're playing volleyball and then, oh, <laughs> we're just chatting afterwards. Yuck, yuck, yuck. You know, and then we end up talking for two hours after whatever event we're at. And then they're like, oh, wow, the time gotta go (laughs) but then Mm -hmm. so they'll sit there and talk with me for two hours but when i try to get them to schedule two hours no not gonna happen so there's just certain people where they're 
they're flaky, but they're not flaky enough where you're not going to still get a relationship out of it. You just still have to, you have to be more realistic about your expectations on them, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And sometimes you can communicate that to them and be like, hey, I wish that we could, like, spend more time together. (laughs) <laughs> you know, and be be really honest about it and see what they say about it. But that's scary. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like, like the qualities of a good friendship are health, are healthy communication and like people not wanting to change who you are fundamentally as a person. Yeah. Like if you can have conversations with people and explain, I feel this way. I think that maybe we should do something differently or you, how do you feel about X? Like, that's what a good relationship is. Right. And there's a difference between people wanting to change you and people wanting to push you out of your comfort zone. Yeah, totally Cause, agree. Because friends should push you. They should challenge you. Yeah. You don't want somebody who's just going to have you be complacent. Like, then neither of you grow. And that's not good either. But you don't right. want somebody who just fundamentally doesn't like who you are and wants you to be somebody different. Like, that's not good either. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that just made me think about how um, there can sometimes be toxic positivity friends. Like, we were talking about toxic positivity in the last episode. But, like, Mm -hmm. just the same as there can be people who always want to change you, there can be people who feed into your idea that you're perfect just the way you are when maybe there are some things. No human is perfect. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Sorry to break it to you, but we all have something even the person who seems like they have their life most like the most perfect as possible have things that they can improve on. Um, and so I, I personally hot take, but I think that having yes men cheerleaders are, it can be just as toxic as having people who want to change you constantly. No, I totally agree with that. There's a point where like you, feel like people are saying like oh supporting you when you're not doing things that are good for you and you're like okay this would be a good time for you to challenge me and push back and say like hey maybe you shouldn't be doing this and maybe you should do something else and if they just go oh you're perfect you know self-love you know whatever like that's not always helpful yeah it's about balance absolutely And that's my that's my uh, life motto. It was my senior quote. <laughs> Wait, what was Bal- your senior quote? Balance is the key to everything. Oh, really? I was like, I'm so, I'm so smart. <laughs> like, I thought it was, thought it was just like the coolest thing ever. But it, it's honestly like a really great motto to live by, in my opinion. <laughs> See, that's a much better quote than what I picked. So yeah, you know, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I don't even remember what I picked, but. I remember it being kind of dumb. Yeah, I'm. You know, we're. You're 18, and it's funny. Anyway, some people are 17, but anyway. Yeah. So, I think that wraps up our conversation today about toxic and flaky friends. So I think we're gonna transition into silver linings. So (laughs) T. What is making (laughs) you happy? Hmm. Well, um, I just booked a vacation Woo! it's a short weekend staycation kind of like it's in state but it's um you know a really nice resort and i'm excited 
for some pool time. I got some new swimsuits that I feel really nice in and I'm excited to, um, you know, get some pool time in because, oh, because I'm vaccinated. So, <laughs> Woo. That's an important part. I think that was going to be my original silver lining. But yeah, because I'm va- I'm fully vaccinated, I can go on this vacation and still going to, you know, be per- uh, have precautions and stuff. But um, I'm glad that, you know, I can start seeing some people's smiling faces and um, enjoy mm-hmm. some summer things again. Absolutely. Well, mine is also related to summer things. So I live in a beach town um, in the Northeast. So it's still pretty cold up here and the water is still really cold. But I went swimming in the ocean for the first time last weekend. And oh my goodness, it was cold, but it was worth it. So I'm excited for summer beach season to be here. Um, This this Memorial Day weekend, less inspired, very wet and very raining. not fun but summer is just around the corner and i cannot wait for it to be here yeah absolutely so thanks for listening to this week's episode everybody if you want to follow us on twitter and instagram we can be found at at guio.pod we have an announcement to make guio is going to be transitioning to a monthly schedule new episodes will be released on the first Tuesday of every month. We've just been feeling pretty tired lately and we think that spreading out episodes will help us with our mental health and energy and help us bring better episodes to you. So please subscribe and leave us a review. It really helps us out. We hope you'll continue to listen to us, talk about our lives, and hopefully learn something about yourself too. And remember, growing up is overrated. <laughs>